are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Adam Mattis. Adam, we made it. We are one show away from like five days with no NBA games. Are, are, are you like looking forward to this or are you just like, are you, you know, where are I you am. at here? I am taking a little mini vacation myself. Um, you know, it's going to be nice. Uh, and I have to imagine the players are, look, this is a sprint. This is a sprint. This is like halftime of a very long marathon, a sprinting marathon. Yeah, this is, this is the most tired I have felt heading into an all-star weekend. And, and, the most obviously tired I've seen the NBA <laughs> heading into an all-star weekend. Well, we're going to get to some of these scores. There were definitely some teams that were ready. A, a I, li- I like early. that NBA players are just like us and that they take the last day off before <laughs> a long weekend. A lot of them, man. Steph, Draymond, LeBron. Paul George. Paul George. <laughs> a lot of guys. All right, all so let's today's show, we don't we don't have very much time here. There are so many yeah, games. We got to run through first. all these games. We're going to preview the All-Star game and then Adam's power rankings are five things to look forward to over this next weekend. Top five things. Top five things. Do you have honorable mentions? I don't even care. Let's uh, get into the games there. Not this week. Let's start with the Raptors and Celtics. Celtics win 132 to 125. We're going to see a bit of a trend here, I think, with some of these scores. We might. I mean, this is for Toronto, who's kind of limping into the break, losing four or five, obviously with the coaches, coaching staff out with were health and safety protocols. So they started the season, you know, some really bad luck got going and it looked like, OK, the Raptors are back. And then they ran into some more bad luck. So just kind of a cursed season for the uh, the Tampa Bay Raptors. But Lowry had 19 assists tonight in a loss. Jason Tatum, um, 27, 27, 12 and five. Yeah, as Celtics win four straight. And this is a good winning streak here. I know you don't want to hear this, Anthony. You never want me to praise Boston on this show. But in Indiana, Washington, Clippers, Toronto going into the break. That's some nice momentum right there. I didn't hear that last point. Uh, the, the <laughs> I like how the NBA is so totally random with which teams get postponements and which teams just, hey, yeah. suck it up. You guys just got to deal with whatever it is that you have to deal with. You don't have coaches. Kyle Lowry, players coach on the court. Play, poor Toronto, losing four or five and having two scratches over that stretch. So long. Yeah, it's just a tough way to go into the break for them. Yep. All right. Clippers, Wizards, Wizards continued their insanely good play of late. They win 119 yeah. to 117. Yeah, Paul George was a late scratch, as you mentioned at, at the uh, onset of the show. Um, the Wizards were actually up pretty big in this game. It was kind mm-hmm. of a blowout. Clippers rallied to close it at the half. Westbrook, this game was, I think the score's a little bit deceiving. Westbrook goes 7 of 15 from the foul line. I don't know what got into him. He was he was in vacation mode early for this one. So it kept the game a little straight, or a little closer than it seemed. Um, but the Clippers now drop. They lose their third straight. You mentioned Washington. Record's still not great, but they're on the climb, Anthony, and it's out east. Nothing's over till it's over. Uh, Westbrook randomly just got bad at free throws over the course of his career. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't like you see guys take steps back athletically, all these things, but just watch, watch, look at Russell Westbrook's numbers from the free throw line over the course of his career. I'm just going to pull them up really quick. Cause I can, no, I'm not going to, I was going to say, all right, well, let's go no, here. All right. Next game here. <laughs> we have like 30 games to get to. So yeah, Pistons so next. Knicks win 114 to 104. Julius Randle continues his outstanding play. 
27 points, 16 boards, seven assists against a Pistons team that uh, wishes the season could end right now. To be <laughs> Mason Plumley, another double double. He had a second triple double just the other day. He gets 12, 13, and four. So there's your bright spot. And yeah, no Jeremy Grant again. He's missed a, a couple here now. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game, Anthony. Yeah, Knicks win. Uh, Blake Griffin's going to be a Laker. Nuggets Pacers, uh, 113 to 103. Nuggets take this one. Michael Porter Jr., 24 points, 11 rebounds, two steals, and talked after the game about just kind of staying positive, relying on teammates to help him stay positive uh, while he was kind of struggling and figuring th- some things out. If he's for real, the, the Nuggets ceiling gets significantly higher. Nuggets entire season really is, is about Michael Porter. I know people kind of look at other things and it was MVP talk or this or that, but Michael Porter struggled early on in the season. He got COVID and missed a bunch of games and we got back. It's just been a slow, somewhat linear progress up. You know, the story with him is that he's playing power forward over those last few games with Jermichael Green and Paul Millsap both out. And he has looked fantastic. I think he is a power forward, Anthony. 17, mm-hmm. 17 points per game over the last six. Uh, double figure rebounding in five of the last six. 53% from three on six attempts. He's playing great. And the Nuggets, I think, are feeling great about where they're at now. 21 and 15. They've had a very rocky first half of the season. But here they are on the rise. Just, I think, a game or two now behind teams like the Lakers and Clippers in the loss column. And they've won four straight. So they're they're kind of sprinting towards the uh, to the uh, all-star break. Indiana, on the other hand, limping into the all-star break, having a really rough last 15 games for them. Was that a Rocky first half? Was that a Colorado pun? Ooh, it was. And a super mascot Rocky pun. There you go. I got there two you go. Uh, Bucks beat the Memphis Grizzlies on a Drew Holiday bucket at the end of that one. Nice to see him back. He missed a lot of time. And yeah. he was arguably the biggest pickup of this last offseason, not counting uh, James Harden because it didn't happen during the offseason. The Bucks, you know, if they can kind of figure some things out, the East gets a lot more interesting. No doubt about it. Um, he's back two games now, and now they go one and one with that. So they're another one of these teams that I think they look at the first half of the season and say, okay, you survived. Um, now let's see if you can you – can st- everybody's kind of glossing over Milwaukee. And I feel like part of this is just because, you know, two years in the playoffs, they've been that number one seed and then haven't made yep. it to the finals. Milwaukee, Utah, Spider-Man but- pointing meme. But maybe this is the right place for them to be in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not the number one seed. They're not the favorite. Nobody's talking about them. And maybe that's a good thing for them now as they get healthy and, and approach the second half. I don't know. Heat Pelicans. Uh, Miami takes them down 103 to 93. Uh, Pelicans had been playing better of late, but a, a kind of a big win here for Miami as they continue to try to kind of claw and scratch their way up the East standings. 31 to 15 in the first quarter for Miami. They never really looked back. I mean, dominant right out the gate and then just sustain that. But let me tell you, are you don't I hope you don't have the box score. If you do, close it. I want I want to ask you honestly. 18 for Miami, 18 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, seven of eight shooting. Who am I talking about tonight, Anthony? Who? Oh, near triple double. 18, 10 boards, seven assists. Precious Achua. Kelly Olenek, Kelly Olenek tonight <laughs> with a near triple double on eight shots. Incredible outing from him. You never would have guessed. Thor. Are, thanks for playing at home. Fat Thor. Woo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got like four more games here. All right. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to get to him. OKC beats the Spurs 107 to 102. Shea Gilgis Alexander uh, 
one of the not talked about enough all-star snubs, I thought one he has uh, 33 points, three rebounds, and eight assists in this one. Yeah, really good game. Anthony, what do you mean we don't talk about? It's the Western Conference packed full of superstars. Mm-hmm. And you think Shea Gilders, Aldis Gander, who does he bump? Who on that Western Conference is he snubbed behind? Boosa, Boosa, Boosa. He's in the big Shay's good, man. His time will come. His time will come, but he is not as much as Anthony Perkins over here is, uh, wants, wants you to believe. Um, yeah, here's the crazy thing. We talk about teams limping or maybe losing focus going into the, to the all-star break. The Spurs up, up 11 points at the half, get outscored by 16 points in this game, including outscored 26 to 18 in the fourth quarter to collapse and lose to Oklahoma City. And this was a big game. San Antonio surprised. They would have been. It's, it's kind of funny how these things sometimes lay on a razor's edge. They might have been the most surprising team out West. But now you drop this one and you're in the seven seed. Now you're in that play-in spot. It's such a yep. big difference being the five seed or the seven. Um, so Spurs, under the radar. Who would have guessed? I'm proud of my Perkins joke there. It was great. It was, was good. good. It was a very good one. <laughs> uh, Blazers beat the Kings 123 and 119. Uh, I love how predictable Dame time is. It, it's like a literal Man. clock. It's, it's, it's something you can set your actual clock to. 44 points aboard, seven assists, and uh, and the Trailblazers get uh, another important win here. And the Kings t- might be edging closer to, to getting Luke Walton fired. Man, it's like your personal mission on this show. It's it's crazy. Yeah, 44 points for Damian Lillard. 22 points, 21 rebounds for, for Cantor, who has been great for them as Portland continues to be the surprise team. I think... Portland and Phoenix are battling it out for surprise team of the year or feel good team of the year so far. 21 and 14 for Portland, despite missing all those guys. And yes, Damian Lillard remains clutch. We don't have time to spend on this, but I might disagree with you on that one regarding Phoenix. They, they traded for Chris Paul. Like they should be good. Yeah. But did you, Oh, you thought they were going to be within striking distance of the one seed. That's how good you thought they were going to be. I oh thought, my like, gosh! Talk, look at this thought, revis- like, Look at this revisionist history from Anthony. I thought no, no, no. I, I thought, you thought what? I, no, you're talk- right. You're right. They they they're outperforming expectations for sure. Yeah. But but like, as surprising as what Portland is doing. <laughs> so, yeah. They've had an insane year, given like everything that they're everything that they're missing so far. I honestly think it is more surprising. If you look at Phoenix, they've won 13 of 15 now. And of course, tonight's game, no Curry, no Draymond. I mean, this this was an easy win for them. But winning 13 of 15 and now being in the spot that they are, and I'm actually trying to pull it up right now to see exactly where they are in the standings. I think they're second or third. Uh, out, yeah, they're second right now. They're ahead mm-hmm. of the Lakers and Clippers. I don't think anybody predicted that even with them. No. And then you look at it, they're actually within striking distance now of the Utah Jazz who have lost two in a row. So I don't think they're going to stay there, but I didn't think they would be there at this point. So go figure. Good, good, nice work, nice work, Phoenix Suns. Good job on the segue there. We don't even have to talk about the Suns beating uh, the 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 Warriors one twenty to ninety eight. That was perfect. <laughs> Curry go. taking an early uh, longer yeah. vacation too. You Him and Draymond and shouts to, shouts to everybody out there taking a longer vacation whenever you possibly can. that's my kind of energy all right we got through all the games let's go ahead and take a quick second here when we come back we are going to uh run through the all-star rosters as they were drafted and uh and laugh at the utah jazz (laughs) 
Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Head on over to Bet Online. Use that promo code Locked On for a fifty percent deposit bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine be, can also be found at betonline.ag and also the Twitter account bet, at betonline underscore ag. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best place to bet, place all your bets and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag, use that promo code LOCKEDON, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Adam, you cannot disagree with LeBron. Like, it's impossible. Did you ever play with the Utah Jazz and NBA Jam ever once? No, but I did play with the Denver Nuggets, which I feel like, you know, they're similar. Denver Nuggets. Who would have been their NBA Jam team back Matumbo. then? Matumbo. They... Yeah, they had like Matumbo, Lafonso yeah. Ellis. Yeah. Huh. It was an okay team. Robert Pack, I think, was on there on one of the versions. Huh. I would never have thought to ever play with the Denver Nuggets back then. You block every shot with Matumbo, man. It was perfect. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> what I look for in NBA Jam is rim protection. That's what you got to have. It's a very, you got to play the game through the analytics, Anthony. The analytics are very important. All right. Uh, so the captains here drafted their teams, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Uh, LeBron, LeBron was on one, kind of, right? He was just having was. a blast. Had yeah, a glass of a wine, I would imagine. Just, just you know, ro- rolling through this. He picks Giannis first. Had, I thought... Which was your favorite quote about the Utah Jazz and that nobody ever played with them? Or when they were asked, you know, they asked him, why is he picking the best player available all the time here? Uh, he said that there are no upcoming free agents that he could try to tamper with. <laughs> uh, I have to say it's, I don't, I don't like the jazz slander, to be honest with you. I actually, here's what I should say. I don't want to participate in the jazz slander. I actually do like it but I don't want to participate in it. So I'm going to go the other way. All right. Well, congratulations on remaining employed by David for a week longer than me. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Let's look at the actual rosters though. So, or the picks, I guess, as they happened. So first overall is Giannis. Second pick was Kyrie, uh, Katie's teammate. Steph Curry goes third. Joel Embiid goes fourth. Luca goes fifth. Kawhi goes sixth. Jokic goes seventh. Did you think oh, that was too, way low too for late? Jokic? Way too late. Way too late. Way too late. Uh, I would have uh, had him number one, but <laughs> he's number one in our hearts too. Uh, Bradley Beal goes eighth. I think that's pretty low. Uh, Jason Tatum goes ninth. I think that's really high. James Harden goes tenth. Dame goes eleventh. Booker oh, goes twelfth. Simmons thirteen. Zion fourteen. Chris Paul fifteen. Levine sixteen. Uh, Jalen Brown, 17, Julius Randle, 18, Paul George, 19. That's really, really low. Nicola <laughs> Boos, 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 Big Boost goes uh, 20th. Uh, 
the Montes Sabonis goes 21. And then wrapping up the draft, two of the best teams, the representative from the best team in the first half of the season, Donovan Mitchell goes 22nd. Rudy Gobert goes 23rd. My first question, Adam, is why are there 23 players? Yeah, there's a lot, isn't there? Um, Especially when you look at the end of this roster, I mean, the bigs always go last. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking about this. You personally wouldn't want any centers or one center or something like that. But you get Sabonis, Gobert, and Vucevic, three of the last four picks, and... What is what is there for them to do in the All Star game? You know, Jokic and Embiid, I think, as superstars and two leading MVP candidates, they might even have a hard enough time getting touches and everything else. But um, you know, the backup bigs, yeah, definitely tough. Yeah, it, it's that's that's my point. Like, it sucks because bigs do play obviously an important role in the NBA, and and there are things that NBA teams just like need to have bigs to be able to do. But this game just doesn't call for bigs like that in any real way. So could you swap out? Like we talked about, you know, who would I swap out? Uh, Shea or, or for Shea Gilgis Alexander. Rudy Gobert? That's who you were going to sw- sw- uh, swap For the out? sake of the actual, like, not on merit. Oh. Not at all on merit. But just for like the sake of the fun of the game, I I, I, I like I like Shea. First of all, Gobert's going to play six minutes. Um, but that's my point. Give me yeah, six six minutes of Gobert. He's barely uh, going to play. Gilgis, like Gilgis Alexander wouldn't do anything that Rudy Gobert is not going to do out there. But nonetheless, you know, what I want to talk about though, Anthony, is just how these teams stack up because yeah. we can try to like feign some excitement here for this um <laughs> this uh, this All Star Weekend, this exciting All Star Weekend. I'm thrilled. Yeah, thrilling. Uh, all right, so you wanted to break it up into teams with the best shooting, the passing. Sure. Uh, I want to I want to associate fun into this, like which is okay. the most fun roster that they have. All right. Um, best dunkers, best defense. Let's start with shooting. You have on one team, Steph, Dame, Chris Paul, Paul George, and oh. That's not, and great. a bunch of guys that can hit like set shots, like Doncic and right. Jokic, and yeah, right. I mean, they got like good shooters, but the good, the great ones are Steph, Lillard. Um, really, it's those two, Steph and Dame. Yeah, on the other Paul team, George, you have Paul Bradley Beal, you have James Harden, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie. Uh, I got to give this one to Team Durant. I think the shooting goes there, even though you have Curry, and maybe that's all that matters, and he's going to play a lot of minutes, but. You know, Steph Curry doesn't always like really play that hard in the All Star game. So I'm going to go yeah. with Devin Booker, James Harden, Zach Levine, Kyrie Irving. Those guys are going to drain some threes. Yep. All right. Best defense out there. The best defense. Well, let's see. One of them has Rudy Gobert. The other one has Joel Embiid. You get Giannis and LeBron. Man, if you just look at that starting lineup, LeBron and Giannis can they make up for Steph Luca and Jokic defensively I don't know and then on the other side you get Kawhi Leonard and Joel Embiid but then you got to make up for Kyrie Bradley Beal and Tatum this is a tough one I think for all-star game purposes I'm going to go with team LeBron I think that especially when you get to the bench they've got Gobert they've got Simmons they got Chris Paul they got Jalen Brown they got Paul George they got nothing but defenders in that second unit and the first unit you know it's a little it's a little iffy for both teams yeah, I, I agree with you. The the team LeBron can go to a defensive lineup. Team Durant cannot mm, do so yeah, in really the same can. way that, that the team LeBron can. 
best team with the best dunkers. Like this is this is oh, part yeah. of like every All Star game for at least a stretch of it turns into a dunk contest. Where, where, what are you looking at here for for both teams? What they have so to offer? I, so I almost when we, we did the shooting section, I almost said yeah, Durant has more shooters, but LeBron's team has Steph, and that's all that matters. And it's kind of the opposite here for dunks. Mm-hmm. Team LeBron has LeBron. They have Giannis. They've mm-hmm. got, you know, Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, Paul George. I got some guys that can dunk. But on the other side, you've got Zion and Zach Levine. That's pretty much it. You don't really have any other great dunkers <laughs> yeah. on the other side. But Zion and Zach Levine Mitchell are probably – up. Yeah, you're right. Donovan Mitchell, he throws a little wrench in there. So this one goes easily to Kevin Durant's team. I think he gets it. Not yeah. necessarily most dunks, but I think the best dunks are coming from, from Team Durant. Yeah, I, I, the thing with Team LeBron, it's a lot of the same dunk. Right. Yeah, that's so true. It's a lot yeah. of the one-legged <laughs> cock that right. thing back as far as you can and hammer it home. Whereas uh, Team Durant has a lot more creativity, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's go last last one here. Best passing team between the two. Oh, I, I'm so glad that you asked this one. This one is the biggest landslide in the entire group, and this is how LeBron drafted his team. LeBron, a good passer, absolutely. Curry, absolutely. Doncic, absolutely. Jokic, absolutely. Ben Simmons. Yes, Chris Paul. Yes. So you get down here to like Damian Lillard. He's like the eighth or ninth best passer on the team. (laughs) That's pretty wild. This is a landslide. LeBron James's team is incredible. I don't even know who the best passer. James Harden, I guess, the best passer on that other side. And then you got like Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell, guys who can pass. They don't like to, but they can pass. It's a fun makeup of these two teams. Like like you could really see the approach that Kevin Durant has to basketball. And the approach that LeBron James has to basketball, where it's, you know, one is a lot more cooperative. One is a yeah. lot more, let's share the ball. Let's move the totally. ball, make the defense work for us. And then Kevin Durant's like, I'm a seven footer who can dribble like a point guard and shoot from 32 feet away. Let's get as many people who, who <laughs> approach the game way that I do. And <laughs> Hey, it also worked for Kevin Durant when he built uh, the Brooklyn Nets. He also built it that way and it's looking pretty good. <laughs> No passing, just vibes. Um, who do you, who do you have winning here? Do you think it's going to be a close one? Do you think we'll see a repeat of last year where the Elam ending was was this roaring success and all that, or do you think more guys are going to be like, oh man, my my hamstring? Oh. If it's close, I think these guys get into it. Like, it's yeah. just, if it's not close, they're not going to try. If we're down fifteen going into the fourth, I think guys are like, eh, we'll jack some threes and see if we get back in this. But if it is close, I just think these guys are competitors, and there's always a little something on the line. So mm-hmm. uh, I do. If you, if we break it down though, we said Durant's team has the advantage in shooting and dunks. Um, that would be their the analytics team, I guess. And then LeBron's team has the advantage in passing and defense. So I don't know, man. Like. I look at this game and I think who's going to have the most sort of like want something to prove. And I think that's always LeBron James. I think he takes the game a little more seriously than everyone else. So I'm Mm going to go with team LeBron. I don't care. All right, let's go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ahead and throw to your power rankings of the top five things that you're looking forward to over the weekend. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. 
Bluetooth tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's sildenafil and tadalafil tablets are chewable. Uh, They are made here in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And also, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay 5 bucks shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. All right, no honorable mentions here. We're diving straight into it. Let's just get this thing done. Let's just get it done. So you're not, on a scale of 1 to 10, though, Anthony, where are you at on the excitometer for for Sunday's game, the big game? I think a two and a half, maybe a three. So I'm like an eight. But this is only because Jokic is a starter. You know, he made it yeah. there two years ago and gets this, the Rudy Gobert treatment. Last year, Jokic got a little bit more shine. You know, he had a little bit, but he got to play a little bit more minutes. This year as a starter, you know, starters play the most minutes. So I'm excited to see Jokic out there with these guys. And there's some things to look forward to that might pop up on this list. So I'm personally more excited, but I understand if you're not. Um, all right, number five. Number five. Okay. Can't wait to see. Who does not want to be there? <laughs> There's going to be guys that want to be there. And they're going to play minutes. But I always go back to when Rashid Wallace got added at the last minute because somebody was out and he had to come back from vacation and he only shot left-handed three-pointers or one-handed three-pointers. <laughs> and I want to see which player does that. Is like, yo, I'm not about this at all. I'm not running back. I'm not. I'm just pulling up from 40 feet. I can't wait because I think there's going to be at least one guy that's like, yeah, didn't want to be here. Well, James Harden might have singles tucked into his short still from, from over the weekend. So um, I, who would be, who would the nominee be here? Embiid? Oh, I like this. No, he'll want to be there. I mean, the guys that are LeBron, Jokic, Embiid, like not that winning the MVP of the All-Star game matters, but those guys are at least know, they're aware that eyeballs are on them. I think Kyrie Irving is, the, if we're handicapping this, Kyrie yes. Irving is like number one, like, <laughs> Is it possible Kyrie Irving just like kicks the ball at some point or something like this? Maybe. Um, yeah. So there you go. Although, um, but he's also, he's also very capable of just like putting on an outrageous show. A what? Like he, he's, he's very capable of like taking the thing over and then, and, and just like ripping through the all-star game. He's so individually totally. talented, you know, like he, he could, he's, he, he has the widest spectrum, I think for me of, of players in this game. Totally. Totally. All right. What's um, number four? And he's a great all-star. He's flashy. He does. He's very fun when he's when absolutely he's locked in. And who knows? Maybe there's a little, you know, a little uh, LeBron Kyrie, you know, 
going at each other, which would be fun as well. Um, who wins is number four for me. Who wins? I don't really care. But if it does get interesting down the stretch again, like, yeah. okay, then I'm looking forward to it. Who, who wins the game? Is there some little, little, does it get tense at any moment? I thought last year was a little tense. I see. Here's my thing. I loved it in the moment. And then you got those reports afterward that like Kemba, like just vastly exceeded his minutes limit for that game because oh. he was in for so much of that Elam ending and it like right. derailed his season. He hasn't been the same since. And like, that's where I say, I, I think we had to be careful what we wished for when it comes A to the competition I, in, in the all-star game. I think we, we like overthink this. this stuff, man. We overthink this stuff. Kemba, oh. it turns out Kemba actually, his season's derailed this year already. I mean, like, well, but that we don't know if it's like ill effects from from last year too. Like, if his body is just never going to be the same. Right? Yeah. I, I, look, we can sit here and worry about everything. Like, come on, That's man. Fine. Like, what do we What do we watch sports for? We it's supposed to be fun, I guess. But yes, it's a game just... that doesn't matter. Like, it's a game that like has zero weight whatsoever. It's funny. You know what's funny is it doesn't matter. I agree with you. It doesn't matter. But guess what? They show these games on ESPN Classic and NBA TV and stuff. Yeah. They don't show every Tuesday night game. You know, the game, I'm not saying it's completely, it's like super meaningful, but it does mean something. And then, yeah. you know, they're going to play it. I'm still be interested. Number and three. Look, I'll, oh, I'll cop to being a bit of a hypocrite here or, or having contradicting points here because I'm the same guy who says like this slam dunk contest is a freaking joke, right? Yeah, like, joke. yeah, exactly. I, I, I want to see, I want to see better list. players in the slam dunk contest. And it's like, Hey, you please go jump like it, you know, 20 extra times as high as you possibly can and contort your body in all of these different ways uh, right. for nothing other than my entertainment. So like to your point, sometimes you do just got to do the entertaining thing and, and, and go out there and see if you can entertain and be competitive in those moments. But also, you know, I think we got to be a little bit more careful than we were last year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Number three on my list, Jokic versus Embiid. This is the year that everybody's starting to talk about the big man is back. And, you know, you talk about who are at least two of the three or four top MVP candidates going head to head. They didn't play Joel Embiid never plays against Denver. I think he's played against Denver like twice in his career. They never get to go head to head. So I think it's kind of neat that they'll be on the stage and that at least some of this game will feature two talented centers. So to me, that that's a nice little sub storyline that'll be in the game. Yep. I like it a lot. Uh, two very, uh, like two of the leading, what would you have them? Two top five, two top three MVP candidates right now? Maybe I mean, top two. I mean, it's just so it's so hard or, or hard to say. Yeah, for me, it's like top two. But I, I. But that's crazy. Say, like it, yeah. that's that's what's really cool. Like how when was the last time we saw two bigs feature as potentially two top two, like the top two MVP candidates at any point midway through any season? It's it hasn't happened in a really long time. So it'll be fun if they get to match up with each other. And, you know, there's always the moments where it's like Katie and LeBron, like, all right, everybody clear out. We're going to, nobody's going to help. We're going to let this happen. I wonder if that happens at all with the bigs. If there's like a, let's let them each post each other up a couple times and see what yeah. happens. It would be, it would be fun. Number two, the three point contest. Mm -hmm. The three point con, unlike the dunk contest, the three point contest has some shooters in here. Steph Curry, <laughs> Devin Booker, Zach Levine. Donovan I don't think Mitchell. the dunk contest is supposed to have shooters in it, but yeah, go ahead. Did I say that backwards? No, 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 no. I was, just, I was just making fun of like, because <laughs> oh. I'm not sure the slam dunk contest has either has shooters or dunkers. Well, Simons, I would have guessed Anthony Simons is a better shooter than dunker. Yes, so this is very, right. very confusing yes. to me. <laughs> but you know what? I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. 
Um, but Steph Curry, Booker, Levine, and Mitchell, you get you get uh, Brown and Tatum, which I'm like, all right, they could win it, but I don't think of them as the elite three-point shooters in the league. I don't really think of Mitchell that way either, but Levine has been lights out this year. Booker's mm-hmm. obviously always lights out, and Steph Curry, the best shooter of all time. So I'm excited to watch the three-point contest. My hot take is that they should swap positions of the dunk contest and the three-point contest. Yeah, make it the prestige one. I mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah. Make it the tent pole thing. Like, yeah. so long as nobody's really taking the uh, dunk contest seriously, which sucks, by the way. Like, I would prefer yeah, that because I think the dunk contest at its best is more fun and entertaining than the three point contest. But so long as nobody cares about it, like Anthony Edwards, Zion Williamson, right. these young players passing on it in their first few years. Get the bleep out of here, man. Well, can I make up <laughs> what are we for it doing? And, ma- and can I make up for it and maybe raise your excitement from a two to a three with my number one thing I'm most excited for? Yes. Uh-huh. Zion Williamson making his all-star game debut. That's Is there a player coming. more tailor-made for an all-star game than Zion? How many minutes I- is he going to get, do you think? I see. I think he might steal. He's he's in line for like the six minutes, eight minutes, maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised if he stole some minutes. If it became like, you know what? Let's Ooh. let's finish with Who's Zion. He he's so fun. From? He's he's got eight dunks. Like he's doing all kinds of crazy. <laughs> stuff. Randall's just not gonna play. <laughs> think about how much you have Bruce to sacrifice your gonna... body to get in Zion's way in a regular NBA game. <laughs> this is an All Star game. Nobody's stepping in front of Zion as he barrels through the lane, and he's gonna be three sixty tomahawking it. He's the number one thing. This is Zion's first all-star. He's the number one thing I'm excited for. Kyrie to Zion lobs are going to be the kind of thing that like gets people talking about like, man, that'd be a fun combination. Oh God. <laughs> Plant the seed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I'm right. You know, well, I'm right. Zion Williamson. I'm excited for him. Now I wish he had, I wish that team had better lob throw. I guess Harden is an okay lob thrower, but it's really just Harden and Kyrie. Who's going to be throwing lobs to Zion Williamson. Yeah, that yeah, maybe. Sucks. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, the thing is, you don't necessarily need the lobs. <laughs> it's just a bull. He's a bulldozer. Like I said, you know, who's going to be matched up against him in that second unit? Maybe Ben Simmons. He's not throwing his body in front of Zion. Sabonis or Gobert. Come on, those guys don't want to end up on a poster. I think he's going to have a a free lane to, to the basket. So I'm excited. Will we he's, see he's... better dunks in the All Star game than in a dunk contest? Yes, yes, we will. We will absolutely <laughs> see. I mean, one hundred percent. A hundred percent. You will see better dunks. Yeah, I think I I completely agree with you. It did you see the dunk that Zach Levine had yesterday? No. In the in the in the layup line getting ready for a game? Uh, no, was it was it incredible? It was insane. He like, all right, so he starts the ball with his right hand. He throws it between his legs, just like you know, straight between no. his legs, starts his jump, catches the ball behind him in the air and dunks it. It was unbelievable. He, he could be, have the Zion effect, too, where he, he shows out so well and guys already not wanting to be. I mean, I could see Zach Levine replacing Kyrie in the closing lineup. Just yeah. Like, hey, you do it, man. I'm, I'm not here for this. I could see, like, the game's enough of a blowout that everybody just gets out of the way and then just, like, they start having a dunk off like they do in the uh, in the Rising Stars Challenge. All right. What, are, what are you now? Challenge. You were. Oh, yeah. The Rising Star. Well, there is no Rising Stars Challenge. But where are you now? You were a two. What are, what are you now after I've just hyped up this top five list? One and a half. Oh, wow. Well, no, (laughs) no, I was probably, I was, here's my thing. I love all-star weekend. Love it. Like Jen and I have a tradition that spans over a decade. And uh, it's that all-star Saturday 
Cause it's, it usually happens around Valentine's day. I hate Valentine's day. And her, her like compromise with me was, Hey, if you take me out to a nice dinner, you and I can go out and watch the dunk contest at a bar. And that can be like our Valentine's day. Right. So it's wow. a give and take on this thing. The most I, patient wife of all time. This is she's incredible. like legitimately Very a saint. forgiving. <laughs> like a, a legit, a legit saint. And like, we're going to try to make something like that work this next weekend, but it's on a Sunday. There is no Saturday night. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's so clearly a money grab that it's hard for me to really get into it the same way that I do loving what all-star weekend normally is on, on a regular basis in any other given year. And it's hard for me to just like detach myself from what this is compared to what it normally is. I just want you to know that there is still a Saturday night, both both like an actual Saturday night, but also that the three-point contest and dunk or whatever is also Saturday night. Uh, I thought the dunk was at halftime on Sunday. Oh, maybe they did. I thought I think the three-point contest is on Saturday. Hmm. Uh, we should probably look this up. Fact check it and then put it in the description of the show. Say Adam was right. <laughs> NBA All-Star three-point contest. 2021 schedule. We are looking at do to do do. Oh, did you know it's supporting uh, HBCUs with money they couldn't have raised <laughs> elsewhere in in the uh, in the uh, regular season? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It will be. It will be. So it's game. all one day. It, it <laughs> is all one day. You were right. You can put Anthony was right in the description. That's going to be the title of this one, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it. But that's a perfect place to end this thing, I think. Adam just said Anthony was right. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Let you guys uh, start your guys' weekends a little bit early. Uh, Have a great weekend this weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the break from the NBA. Hope all the uh, NBA players out there get a little bit healthier so that we can round into shape getting ready for a a fascinating postseason. Until next week, I'm Anthony Irwin for Adam Matas saying uh, have a good one. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.